It's time for the top four at four with Lavac and Gaz. I thought you were going to do it again. No. Uh, <laughs> time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? I like the juggling act sometimes before the top four at four when things are happening, things are moving around. I'm squeezing this in because I feel like we should have mentioned this, but we've had an odd schedule because of getting bumped by MLK Day and more. You know, Caleb Williams did declare for the NFL draft, and Caleb Williams projected as the number one overall pick is actually going to the NFL, even though there were rumors that he was going to go back to USC. And I know we do this every single fall about the highest prospect might go back to college because he gave a uh, maybe answer <laughs> during an interview during the season. But fact, this one felt different because of nil there's rumors out there that caleb williams wants a guarantee that he's going to get drafted he wants ownership stake some of those i think are parody accounts but should we be surprised in are you surprised that caleb williams is heading to the nfl i'm not surprised but to, to your point there this is <clears throat> historically when the guys said they're not coming out there was it, it was because the team looming they didn't like or they really didn't think they were going to number one. I don't care what this dude does. He's going number one. He cries in the stands. He's going number one. He loses. He's going number one. He doesn't play in the bowl game. He's going number one. He's going number one. So now it comes down to this. Do you not like the Bears? Or do you not like whoever you're hearing is willing to move up and take that spot from the Bears? And unlike guys in the past where like uh, John Elway... Drew Henson, a few others could sit there and go, you know what? Kyler Murray, I'm just not going to go to the NFL. I'll go play baseball. I'll make millions of dollars and not hit my head every single day. And that's not a Caleb Williams thing. However, there is NIL. And he could potentially make, what, as much as 10, maybe $15 million to go back to college because these are the numbers that are being fronted by some of the boosters and some of the some of the the, the NIL groups around them, like to get these really top notch players to stay around over the year. It's funny. I don't know if it's fun yet, but it's funny that this is the way the world has changed. We've got a lot more Caleb Williams talk on the way this spring, but there is going to be an athlete that really ticks people off. There always isn't a generation. Bryce Young is really the first NIL athlete legally that actually went to the pros. But there is something that's going to be special about Caleb Williams, and I think a lot of that involves the control of his brand and who he is and all that stuff that he's grown up with at the college level, the changing of the athlete. Story number three here, should we care in New York sportsland about this trade involving the Indiana Pacers and the Toronto Raptors? Pascal Siakam is on the move from Toronto to Indiana. The New Orleans Pelicans are also involved. Remember, the Raptors involved in the R.J. Barrett deal with the New York Knicks. The Eastern Conference is getting shaken up a bit here. Indiana trying to find its footing. Siakam, a really good player. I will admit, when I saw Pelicans and then Big Man in the same trade headline, I thought <laughs> Zion might have been on the move. That's not the case. Levac, the Pacers are one of those teams in the mix here with the Knicks. Is three through six in the NBA. And with the Knicks without a big man in Mitchell Robinson, how should Knicks fans feel about this one? Is this a big deal today with this trade involving the team from the North and the Indiana Pacers? Yeah, Pacers make me a little nervous now. The Pacers, this is a team that people were kind of laughing at. All of a sudden, they're competitive. They got a little chip on their shoulder with Halliburton. They, this is, they, and now they add Siakam. This is, I don't know what's going on in Toronto, but apparently they are more than happy to 
just forget that 2024 is an NBA season and punt forward and just use picks to build uh, fresh north of the border. But, yeah, the Pacers, scary team. There's they got to be a real contender at this point with the moves they've made. Indiana is a franchise. I I don't know if it's past Paul George or maybe it's an East Coast bias. I sometimes forget like, oh, yeah, other teams can do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can, you guys can be contenders. That's right. It's a very New York biased answer by me, but I admit that I did not view the Pacers as one of the contenders who wanted to be aggressive. But here they are trying to improve their franchise, taking a shot at it in the Eastern Conference. And just getting better. Let's take that NBA talk here to number two. The Brooklyn Nets take on the Portland Trailblazers. Late tip off for that one. That's 10 o'clock on the East Coast. The New York Knicks, you can hear your Knicks basketball right here on your home for the New York Knicks. Fox Sports 95, 9 to 980. Coverage gets underway. How about 7 o'clock tonight with tip off set for 7.30? Uh, Levesque, uh, we could break down the Nets, but you and I both got fooled by the Iron Eagle Mike Fratello cut <laughs> that's like a decade plus old. That's okay. If you don't know what we're talking about, you might have got fooled too. But Knicks Rockets tonight. You have a wager for us? Maybe play of the day. You want to talk about it here? I don't know where you're feeling on Rockets, Knicks. Is I giving you spirit figures right now like I'm a Duke Cameron crazy? <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to get into this game a little bit, but I'm hoping maybe between now and the uh, play of the day we'll know whether or not Jalen Brunson's playing because that's the deal. He's, he's a game-time decision, and I look at this Knicks team, and and I hate being the guy. I, I, made, a, I made a mockery of it yesterday where it's like, Oh, they lost a game. They need to make another move. The thing that's making me feel like the Knicks may need to make another move is Indiana. And it's Toronto. Toronto, stop making people better in the East. Start moving people over to the West now. What are you doing? Like, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get, what are you, why are you trying to make things more difficult on us? You, you gave us, gave us OG. That's who we needed. Now, now go away. Stop making deals with the East. Only the West. We have a plan and you're rooting the plan. We were close. Now I do feel like they need to make another move. In factor in the Pacers. Uh, should be a high-scoring game here for Knicks Rockets tonight. Monica McNutt, keep it going. Love her broadcast. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. So, number one, we'd let the show We'd let the show talking about this today. If you missed it, Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app. Jim Harbaugh interviews with the Atlanta Falcons. Levac, you've had an hour to maybe decompress. Is it more about the Falcons? I know we talked more about Harbaugh early on, but I feel like we got to start giving the Atlanta Falcons some love. They've interviewed Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh in a what 48-hour window. They um listen, they're close. They got a lot of pieces. If you I think it really is just it, it comes down to what are what do you want, right? Because if you're Harbaugh, if you're Belichick, you you've earned some special treatment. Like we're all created equal. Some are created a little more equal than others. Those are the two big dogs. Like those are the ones. Like, every debate you hear right now is who would you rather have, Harbaugh or Belichick? So, they the Chargers, do you want to put up with Spanos? Do you, but you have Justin Herbert. Do you think Justin Herbert's the guy to get you over the top? Is he really that good? Or is he the fifth best quarterback and that's all he'll ever be? Do you think that you're a quarterback away in Atlanta and you can find that quarterback? Or maybe if you're Harbaugh, do you look at Desmond Ritter and go, huh, I've seen something like this before. Physically gifted Big dude can run the football, throw a little bit. Can you turn him into a Kaepernick and go go play in the Super Bowl? Like it's Harbaugh is at that point, and we and again we talked about it. Is this is this all posturing? You know, this Harbaugh interview with everybody under the sun, then go back to Michigan and go give me my money and that clause, 
that says I can't be in trouble for what they're going to come for me for, and I'll stay. I He's, of all the people, like you talked about Caleb Williams other guys, of all the people that I have no idea what they're going to do next, Jim Harbaugh's going to be top of the list. Jim Harbaugh zigs when he's supposed to zag. No complaining, Falcon fan. No complaining. Your organization is trying their absolute. I'm trying my hardest, okay? Yeah. We're doing what we can. We interviewed the two best coaching candidates in a long time in decades plus, arguably maybe in the history of the NFL because Belichick's involved. We're trying very hard. They're, I mean, Arthur Blank has put it all out there. He's rebuilding it like some of you go, who go to his Home Depot. He's he's in there. He's ready. Oh, I, I got a great transition. Levesque, maybe they should tempt Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick with hookers and weed. You mean the beer, of course. Yeah. Obviously, hookers and weed beer. That's a great idea. If they haven't tried yet, they really should because hookers and weed is a unique craft lager that you're absolutely going to love. Brought to you by our these two fabulous women, J.J. Hookers, Willow B. Weed. Right now in the Capital Region, you can get it at Oliver's, Westmere, Sean's Beverage, uh, Deli and Brew over by Hudson Valley, Save More and Half Moon, Latham Bev, just name a few. Again, I would go wherever it is you go. Just go and go, hey, yeah, hookers and weed in here. And, and, and again, if they raise an eyebrow, it's because they just haven't been educated yet. Go to hookersandweed.com. You can listen to the song from those ladies. You can see the story of why they decided to make hookers and weed lager. It is, uh, it's just, it's a difference maker. It's a fun beer. You're going to enjoy it. It's a craft lager for those of you who are a little, you want to get your beer snob on, but it's a easy drinking lager for the, everybody else who just wants to go ahead and throw back a beer after a long day. Hookersandweed.com, hookers and weed lager. You should really try some today. Power rankings coming up. There's only eight teams. How mad could guys possibly get when only eight teams are in play? I mean, can't be that bad, right? Find out together next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's Levesque and Goss for C4. Uh, you know, listen, Smart Energy, Ultimate Energy, my favorites. I um, I stopped by, normally, normally we go to Speedway or we go to Stewart's. I just stopped by a random station today on my way over. And uh, I can say, right, because Exxon. I went to an Exxon. And they had the WWE flavors, and they had, like, popsicle flavors. Really? Some of like our old favorites are now popsicle. They've changed they've they're now like the popsicle brand is tied to them. So you get Starburst, you get whatever. So these amazing flavors, you're like you're good. You don't have to get any better. C4, they're using all that extra energy and continue to grow, get better and do even more exciting and interesting drinks for us for our C4 energy. My mind is you haven't noticed, likes to rank things immediately. Like, that's the <laughs> top five meal ever, top six athlete, top <laughs> moment of the year, best game. Like, I can't turn it off. I think Starburst is working its way up the rankings for me. I had a Starburst this morning. It is so good. That first few sips, like, you know you have certain drinks where you can't drink the last few sips or the first few sips because they taste terrible. C4, every single flavor, especially the first taste of a C4 in the morning, gets me ready to go throughout the day, gives me the energy that I need if sleeping maybe at your house is – it's tough because of yeah. toddlers or anything else, or your schedule is changing in the new year. C4 gives you that boost that you need, tastes great, doesn't leave that aftertaste at all, and you can continue to try out all the great flavors across the Capital Region. And they all taste like what they say they taste like. Yes! And, you know, and to harken back to you making fun of things that are pink, the Starburst, it's a, it's a pink, but it's a, it's more of a cherry flavor to me. I, it's, it's, it's very, very good. I uh, like it very, very much. Uh, definitely recommend if uh, you're, you're looking for a little explosive energy you can feel. Stop by Stewart Speedway or apparently any place and grab yourself a C4 today. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. 
before we dive into the power rankings, and yes, it's been a little while since we've hit them. You want to try to guess the um, the odds on the playoff teams as Ooh. they were mine to to win the Super Bowl? Yes. And I, I'll let you know it's like plus. I got the 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 plus number, not the you know ten to one. It's so so like if you, I'll tell you this. So there's a team on here that is plus seven hundred. So that means if you put a hundred dollars on this team to win the Super Bowl, and they did, you'd win seven hundred dollars. Or another way to say it's seven to one. Right. I know, but I'm not good at that part. Okay. Well, I've, okay. I have to. I can only read what's in front of me. Okay. I'm like I'm I'm Ron Burgundy at the moment. Okay. So okay. Okay. I'm just letting you know, so when you guess, I can. Yes. You know. uh, so you're talking about Super Bowl winners, correct? Yeah. This is who odds to win the Super Bowl from the eight remaining teams. Ooh. You know what? Uh, here's what's tough about this, Levac, because what you're about to tell me, some would say, well, isn't that the same thing? If Levac is giving you the odds to win the Super Bowl, shouldn't that be the power rankings of how good these teams are? No. They are not the same thing. They're, sadly, they're not. Because this is based on DraftKings. And then I'm going to give you our buddy Dave Hellman's power rankings. We'll do it. So, all right. So, go ahead. Give me a – so, you got – The team that I believe would be the favorite to win the Super Bowl would be, because of the draw they just got and probably have been for a while, would be the San Francisco 49ers. However, I would have the 49ers – Do you want to do them both at the same time? Yes. Or is, you, okay. I want to do them at the same time. Okay. All right. Wow. You're crazy. You cry, cry. I would say the San Francisco 49ers have the best odds, and I would put them at plus 190. But, but I would have the Ravens on David Hellman's power rankings one and the Niners two because the Niners lost their most recent game. So I'd have Baltimore as the top team in the NFL and the Niners two. But because the Niners are playing a seven seed in their opening round matchup, I'd put, I'd put the Niners at like plus 190. And I'd put the Ravens at like plus two twenty. Did you look at this? I did not look at it. Okay, so you are correct for the power rankings. Bring out the Hellman and bring out the best. He's got the Baltimore Ravens as the top seed. He has the San Francisco 49ers at number two. And then for the for the actual odds, the 49ers are the are the favorite. They're plus one seventy five. You had a plus one ninety, okay. and then the Ravens are second at plus two ninety. You have two twenty. Two ninety and two twenty is a big That's difference. Pretty, uh, uh, but. Not that big. Not that big when you're guessing blind. All right. So you're so far you are dead on you Hellman and uh, DraftKings. You know Hellman and DraftKings are different, but you are on the you're on the same page with everybody. All right, we're rolling here a little bit. I like this. Okay. So uh, third favorite odds, or how do you want to do this? Yeah, yeah, we'll, go, we'll, go, to, we'll go to three. Right, okay. We'll follow along because maybe someone's listening on their phone and they've got their app up while they're doing this. Like, oh, okay, this is how I can combine these and make these happen. Okay, third best team in this spot. So Dallas has been knocked out. Philly's been knocked out. Those teams would have been, I think, in this third spot here. But Buffalo is still in it. Buffalo's got a matchup with Kansas City. This is where it gets tough because Buffalo hasn't gotten by Kansas City. But I would say this. For the power rankings, I'm going to guess the power rankings first, LeVac. Mm. I would put Buffalo three. Correct. Okay. And I believe that's because of how Buffalo's played at the end of the season, how well they are, how it laid out. David Hellman's been a fan. So I, I do believe they are the third best team left. Now, I don't know if that matches up here with the odds, though, because of Kansas City. And people may be wanting, as LeVac has taught me, trying to get action on Kansas City over Buffalo. I think this is really close. I would say can 290 was Baltimore. I would say Kansas City is like plus 370 and Buffalo would be plus 400. So Kansas City is the third most likely and Buffalo is the fourth. And I would also let me add to that. 
I would also put Kansas City at four on the power ring. So I think Buffalo, Kansas City combined here. But Buffalo, three, four. Kansas City, three, four when it comes to the wager. All right. Power rankings, Buffalo is three. Kansas City is not four in the power rankings. Woo! For wagers, the third favorite at plus 500 is the Buffalo Bills. Remember, they're hosting Kansas City. Kansas City is next at plus 700. Number four in the power rankings, you got to lose your mind in Detroit Rock City. It's the Lions. Whoa. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is weird. I think we have to separate these because it's confusing. Okay, to do this okay, okay. Let's so do the- finish, the, finish the, let's do the wagers first. Okay. okay. So you got Kansas City at plus 700. You have you have four teams left. Okay. Doing on the wagers. Kansas City at plus 700. We got four teams left. So if Detroit's there, I wouldn't put Detroit that far off. I put them at plus 800. Plus 900, Detroit Lions. Okay. So if they're at 900, I would. Now it's between the Texans, the Buccaneers, and the Packers. Uh, I would say the Buccaneers would be next at like plus 1300 to 1300 for Tampa. Plus 2500. Really? And they're tied with another team. The Texans? No. Green Bay? Green Bay. The the Bays are both plus 2,500. The Houston Texans, longest odds on the board, plus 2,800. Boy, and, th- and this is what <laughs> this is what bothers me about these things. I'm not going to yell at David Hellman first for the first time ever on Power Rankings. No, you're going after DraftKings first? Because those numbers, and I'll use a term I know that bothers LeVac, are so tasty. Like, Ugh. those are so tasty to me. That Tampa sitting at 25 to 1 against the Detroit franchise who hadn't won a game in the playoffs in 30 plus years against different players. But a team that they already played this season. And you're telling me they got to win two games and I get them at 25 to 1 odds? And you're telling me that Houston in the same 28? Like, gosh, where's closer and our guy Matthew DeSantis and Andy Serling to tell us all about value? Because someone would scream out the value is under those four teams. And the value to be with Tampa, Green Bay, and Houston. And I already know what you're going to say, LeVac. Yeah, if the value is zero, how about that? Because do you actually believe those three teams can win? Right. Yep. That's that's what I would say. All right. So <laughs> now let's go back to Mr. Hellman. Okay. You have you were correct. He had Baltimore one. You were correct. He had the Niners two. He had Buffalo three. The Detroit Lions four. So Kansas City would be five. Correct. So they now moved we, up four spots for him. So. so now we go back to Houston, Tampa, and Green Bay. I would put uh, I think, at number six. I would say Tampa could beat Houston. So I'd go Tampa, Houston, Green Bay to close that. Incorrect. He flipped Houston and Tampa. Houston six, Green Bay seven. Oh, will you stop? Tampa Bay eight. This is what I'm talking about with Hellman. You worked with him on this. Tell me about I looked at the sheet. I bet you called this guy finally because I've sworn up and down in the fall. Oh, we're going to get Dave the helmet on, blah, 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 blah. No, we never did. I never reached I out think to we'll him. Be able to, I bet you we can find him at Radio Rower. I, I, I think we'll see him in, you know, in Vegas. You know what happens? You know why I haven't reached out to him? Because of this you're better? Stuff. No, yes, yes. No, you got it right. You actually, no, that's exactly it. Because when I finish these conversations with you, I'm not in a good mood because I'm worked up over Hellman. Tampa's not eighth. Tampa just beat Philly. Tampa won the division. Tampa did everything they could to be in this spot. Houston's a fantastic team. The best story going, besides Detroit, the best story in the AFC. They would not beat Tampa. Green Bay. Didn't Green Bay and Tampa play this season? I could have sworn they did. I know they did a few years ago, and guess what happened, Packer fan? You lost, and Tampa won the Super Bowl. 
So that's where I put that. Enough out of you. But, he, but hold on. Let me give yeah. you his reason. All right. I want to hear it. Quote, Baker Mayfield plays better with a chip on his shoulder, right? Surely he won't mind the Buccaneers bringing up the rear. When things are clicking, this is a really fun team. The trick for the Bucs will be repeating Monday's performance because there have been far too many weeks when Tampa Bay has come off a big game and struggled to find the end zone. He's, 30, he's motivating you. 34-20 was the final score, by the way. When, when the was Buccaneers that? Buccaneers defeated the Green Bay Packers. When was that? That was in December. Now, they also lost to the Houston Texans with one of the biggest collapses in the NFL regular season. I could ignore that one, but Tampa should have won that game, too. If anything, they should be sixth. They should have beat Houston. I know now saying that one out loud, it doesn't feel like it works with me. But no, I don't like that ranking. You know, all right. Let, let if, me, if we're being perfectly honest, okay. you would feel more comfortable putting money on Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay than Jordan Love and Green Bay and C.J. Stroud in Houston. Yes. I would say of all the underdogs, I'm going to volley this one back to you because I think you're going to talk yourself into it too. Of the four underdogs playing this weekend in the divisional round, and you can let us know on social media, of those four, so Tampa, Houston, Green Bay, and Kansas Oh, gosh, I forgot about Kansas City. You forgot about Kansas City. <laughs> you forgot about Kansas City. Uh, uh, I don't like my answer now. Of, of those teams besides Kansas City, who would you feel the best of winning? Yeah, the answer is Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City is one I feel the best about. Um, after that, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. It, I mean, it probably should be Tampa, but there's something there's something about this Houston Texans team. You know, we were like earlier we talked to Costa Razio about about the the Firewolves, and I keep saying like this is a team that's too young to know that they shouldn't be playing the way they're playing. That's kind of the way Houston feels. Like C.J. Stroud looks like. If you're an Ohio State Buckeye fan, you have to be thanking God for C.J. Stroud right now. Because at this moment, he's the best all-time starting quarterback in the NFL that came out of Ohio State. Like, he's just he's doing things that none of the other ones have ever done. I want to push back on that, but off the top of my head, I don't think I can. Unless I, I, Justin Fields can play a full 17-game season and do this kind of stuff. And I know uh, C.J. Stroud didn't play full 17 games, but he... He's different, man. He's out there slinging it. He's you talk about having a defensive coach who has his quarterback. It feels like Houston's going to be a pain in the ass in the AFC for a long time to come. <laughs> a long, long time to come. Also, Joe Burrow doesn't count. That doesn't count. No, because he didn't. Pl he didn't play at Ohio State. He played for LSU. You can't do that. Terrell Pryor, who transitioned to wide receiver, um, Justin Fields who uh, everybody thinks the Bears are going to get rid of him. Kirk Herbstreet, you know, he's great in the NFL as an announcer. This is, this is, your, this is your guy. It's, there's, that's going to be a fun game. This, this weekend, like I said, the only – I feel like San Fran's going to take down Green Bay pretty, pretty easily. I feel like Baltimore should take down Houston, but I'm not, I'm not sold on it. Detroit, Tampa Bay, flip a coin. Right now, without breaking it down, I feel if I'm Tampa, I feel like they played their absolute best football game last week of the whole year. Can they follow that up? It's a great question from Dave Hellman. Detroit has the talent. They have the coaching. They have the leadership. 
but didn't their celebration feel a lot like a final celebration? Like something about the way they celebrated that first playoff win since 92 felt like it's the kind of celebration that a lot of coaches are going to be like, oh, knock it off. We got, we got a long way to go, kids. We got three more wins. Like that's it. The, like the crying and the hugging and the bringing out the GM, it felt like an end of year celebration. Did not feel like a, all right, let's get back together on uh, tomorrow. Let's look at some film. It didn't feel like that. If you compare that to how Tampa celebrated beating Philly night and day, like yeah. I, as a fan of Tampa, was like, woo, let's go. And I'm like, I'm yeah. waiting for that moment of like the guys jumping and celebrate. They just kind of walked on the field, shook hands, no yep. celebration. They knew the game was over for most of the game. Totally different feel to that. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting overall Sunday. Saturday, I don't feel even here on a Wednesday confident they're going to be close games. But, yeah, Kansas City, Buffalo. I think what this just did besides me getting worked up about Tampa Bay getting disrespected again is I feel more confident now of how good Kansas City and Buffalo can be. And you know what? I, I know I said the value was there with Tampa and Houston and Green Bay. But 7-1 to one for Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champions. But that jumps out to me too. More snow coming to Buffalo. I don't think snow's a bad thing for them. Like it, it should be cleared out before the game. But like they're looking at another, you know, two feet starting Thursday through Saturday, and then some light snow Sunday morning. Like that's when do the Bills practice? If they close the roads down on Thursday because of the snow, Thursday Friday shot. You're not gonna like the roads are closed. You they're not. I I mean I'd like to believe that practicing for. A divisional round playoff game is is life or death and need to be on the roads. But what if you could call the roads driving to practice? Like something tells me Hokel will throw the book at you. So there's some stuff going on. This this weekend, there's I don't know. I, I gotta dig deeper. I don't have cut and dry fra- favorites yet. I, I got maybe I'm a little gun shy because last week went two and two. But like I'm I'm mm, there's gonna be some digging. I have a favorite, and that's Mohawk Honda. Oh yeah. I, I love my pilot. I love driving around the capital region. Now, yesterday, here was a situation that I leave the studio, the GT Toys studio, Toys with a Z, and I sat in traffic for 45 minutes. And most people would get frustrated, and rightfully so, with that long commute on the way home, which my usually my commute almost tripled. Let's just put it like that. But I was in my pilot. I saw people having issues across the road, driving maybe dumb or maybe in the wrong vehicle for winter. You might have just moved here to the capital region. I don't want to be mean about this, but spoiler alert, there is snow. <laughs> and you might not have the vehicle equipped for that. That's okay. Mohawk Honda can help you find the ride. Figure out your commute. Figure out how to drive the capital region. They want to work with you, and it's people you trust during the carbon experience. Maybe you're listening here on the 518 or the capital region, or maybe you're listening on the iHeart app. Make the drive to Glenville. Talk to Mohawk Honda. They will help you find the ride you're looking for. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. <sighs> they really, really do. What a, what a terrible commute it was yesterday, by the way. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I second your stamp on the terrible commute home. Uh, coming up, we got your play of the day. That is next right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. We're back here for the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa, Dr. Fred Jr. I wonder, like, like, what's a more prestigious title, doctor or diplomat? Ooh, diplomat. Every time you say it, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> right? diplomat. It, I was thinking about this today because you and I both know what a great person Dr. Air is. He is. He's been nice enough to take us to a Mets game once. Um, he has... Uh, jumped at you know at every chance to help whoever is needed help around him, and then it just makes sense that he would go get the training, the extra. Once he learned about the damage that sleep apnea can cause your health, 
He went and got all the training, all the certifications. So Dr. Fred Dreer, he's not just a, a, a DDS. He's not just a dentist, which he's an amazing dentist. He's a diplomat of sleep medicine. So that's how he is able to sit down with you and make sure that this, this custom-made mouthpiece, like I have, is the right way for you to start sleeping better, having more energy, and feeling better. I knew I wouldn't be able to do the mask. The hoses, wires would have freaked me out. The surgery freaks Just thinking about the surgery freaks me out. I have a friend who I, I was thinking about this the other day. He was dizzy all the time. They figured it out. He wasn't sleeping because of sleep apnea. They took out his tonsils and adenoids, which he because he didn't have them out as a child, and they burned off a majority of soft palate. And it didn't work. Like that's I'm, I'm saying I don't know if that's normal or not. Like I'm not I'm not a doctor. I'm not a diplomat. But Doc Dreer is sitting here going, hey, I don't know if that's if that's what you really need, that's what you need, fine, whatever. But let's try this mouthpiece. Let's see if that works here the way it works for me and so many other people around the Capital Region. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Doc Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot help me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Dude's name was Mike. We cooked together way back in the day. He told me all about it last time I saw him, and I forgot about it for a while because it just sounded like a horror story. I was like, and you're still not sleeping better? He's like, nope, not even a, not a lick. I'm like, dude, do this. He goes, wait, you have a mouthpiece that helps you sleep better? Like when we played football as kids and stuff? I'm like, yeah, yep, pretty much. And he's like, and then he cursed me and walked away. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he called or not. Hopefully he did. Um, all right, time for the play of the day. It is brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. Uh, right there uh, off of Exit 12 in Boston Spa. Together, let's drive Mohawk Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. I'm going to call my win yesterday lucky, but I'll take it. I'm not giving it back. My play of the day, I took the over in the Rangers game, over five and a half goals. They win 5-2. I get the cash. Felt pretty good about it. Fun game to watch. It was good to see the uh, the Rangers play well. Look at that. Going to the Icelovac and cash in while I thought, ooh, I'm going to go to college hoops. Something weird's going on with Clemson, Georgia Tech. And I watched that game slowly fade away in a double overtime <laughs> loss. That wasn't... It's fun. Normally, you lose your college play, those those random college plays of yours when I jump on board. I didn't yesterday, so it's not my fault. It's <laughs> it, for once, it's not my fault. And thank you to Ryan McCarthy who's been keeping track of everything for us uh, on on X. Um, I um, I got a couple things I kind of been looking at tonight, and I I want to take the Knicks, but I don't know what the deal is. I'm I'm not going to take them. I'm going to stay away from them. I think I may not actually wager tonight because I just it's such a the Knicks have become such a very well-oiled machine when everything is right. But with Jalen Brunson missing time and being banged up, the Knicks are not the Knicks. It's it's such a weird, it's a weird thing. There's so many times as I've as I've watched the Knicks and been a fan of the Knicks where you're like, God, they just can't get it right. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know this. I don't know that. And then all of a sudden you uh you you get to a point where you're actually playing really, really good basketball, and it's easy to pinpoint what's wrong when you're not. So Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart are both game-time decisions. If Jalen Brunson and well, – if Jalen Brunson plays, I'm taking the Knicks, I'm laying the six. I assume, like, I'm going to try and be – I'm going to try – I may actually just put a little bit on the Knicks minus six now, hoping that if Brunson he, – hopefully he plays. Because I feel like if they announce he's playing, that jumps up to, like, seven, six and a half, seven. But, like, Jalen Brunson – was a difference maker before. But now with OG added in, the D and three guy who actually knows his role, plays his way, he's an even bigger part because it's such a well-oiled machine. When Brunson's out there, you can almost pencil in 30-plus points out of Julius Randle. 
You can, uh, you know, 14 rebounds from Hartenstein, who, by the way, announced that there's a baby on the way for him and his girlfriend. Have you seen his woman? I have not, but I know they didn't hesitate. I know they got married this summer. And they're they're married. They're married. Um, wow. Wow. Like, if I could trade places with an athlete, he's now skyrocketed to, like, top three. Because <laughs> he's a big fella for the Knicks. He's playing great. I love it. And, wow. She's a dime piece. How about, she's how an about? absolute dime piece. Um, so, he's, like, winning at life right now. Hardenstein. What is he, like, the, the fifth Nick? Realistically, if you you know really, and then if 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 Mr. Robinson's healthy, he's like the ninth or tenth Nick. Trade tomorrow, right now. Heidenstein, <laughs> I'm in. Let's go. Uh, I was wondering about this when you're talking about the injuries, and I know I mentioned this to you last week about how you deal with a wager when injuries are involved. If basketball is actually the toughest sport to handicap, wager, figure out what an injury is involved. First, I went to baseball because I'm like, okay. If a pitcher's hurt, then it changes everything. Yeah, but that that's one position. You got to eat others out there. Football, well, if the quarterback's hurt, it changes the game. Yeah, you've got 21 other guys, and if you even want to do special teams, you got more. Then I wonder, it's, I think it is basketball because of the impact of ball handlers and guys down low who we're talking about. <laughs> so you are a braver man than me tonight with questionable injuries out there involving impact players. That would be an absolute pass game for me. But like you said, you got to be refresh, refresh, refresh in or hanging out at Rivers to figure out how that thing goes. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it's a live wager. I just I, I know that I don't want. I don't. I, I know I'm going to watch the game tonight. So I'm, I'm going to leave here. I'm heading over to Maggie McFly's to do Flock You, the coach's show for the for the Albany Firebirds for your Albany Firebirds. And I I know that I'm going to go home and watch. I'm going to watch Knicks. I don't want to be watching it. And then like Brunson comes out and he looks amazing. And I didn't do anything with it. Now all of a sudden they're like tamlane 10, 12 points. I know that's, I don't want to be live that life. So that's why I'm kind of like, you know, small, un poquito, you know, wager. I've got a rare prop bet. I think this is maybe okay. only the fourth or fifth time I've done this in a non-preview show, a prop bet for the future. And I'll explain it in a second, but. Is uh, it, will Victor Oladipo ever play a full season again? Because he's always hurt, by the way. No, the that's rock. not it. That's, I think Oladipo could go do some singing. He's got, he be, he's got, got some pipes. He's got good pipes. He does have good pipes. So, here's the situation. If you, we, we love DraftKings, okay? I know some people were complaining last night. There was something that went down with the DraftKings system around like 8 o'clock. And people were trying. Fine, okay? It's an app. It happened one random night in January. Relax, everybody. But, DraftKings prop wagers. They have so many. So many, especially involving football in the NFL playoffs. What happened with DraftKings recently, for those who may have noticed this, is they had a prop bet for how many combined touchdowns will be scored in Super Wildcard Weekend. Ooh. The number, by the way, for Super Wildcard Weekend was 26. Now, hearing that number out loud, everyone's probably going to react and be like, ooh, 26, that's way too low. Remember how much weather was going to factor into that weekend. It was tough to figure out the number, especially if Buffalo and Pittsburgh played in their conditions, and if Kansas City and Miami struggled in the wind, the number, I believe, finished at 39. You don't miss that often if you're a sports book. Like, you don't miss by almost, right. what, 40%, 13 a massive miss by DraftKings on that prop wager. So, I did a little dig in LeVac. Okay. I'm like, where else could DraftKings potentially drop the ball here? What other number out here for a prop bet for the NFL playoffs right now on a Wednesday afternoon isn't making sense? I got one. Okay. And it's 30 to 1. Okay. 
all teams to score a rushing touchdown in the divisional round. So there are four games being played. Now, hopefully this number is still laid out there for you. 30 to 1. All teams to score just a single rushing touchdown in the divisional round. You know, if you put $35 down, you're winning a grand. Oh. I like that. Yeah. So 30 to 1 shot for all four games to score a rushing touchdown. That is my play. I'm taking a 30 to 1 swing because it feels like some of those prop bets, because there are just so many, could miss. Just like we saw in the most total touchdowns from Wild Card Weekend. Gazi Bear doing some research today. Let's see if that baby pays off. Remember, it was an over-under play before, so you're looking at like minus 110, plus 105, a little closer to even odds. That is not even odds. That is 30 to 1. Hmm. What about uh, C.J. Stroud and Baker Mayfield to combine for 600-plus passing and rushing yards? I get so nervous about the con- – is that a featured combined one? I get yeah. so nervous about the featured combined ones. I yeah. do. They pepper in a few that win. But most of them are designed to take your money. Here's where I get really nervous about the featured plays. And this is not just on any app. It's also on radio, television, podcast. They're never going to play a non-action play. And what I mean by that, like the first time I ever see a, don't forget to bet the under and catches tonight for Jamar Chase. And don't forget to play no total points for no, it's always action-based parlays, which totally makes sense. No one wants to have the, the television network or radio network be like, we're rooting for no action tonight. And we hope you <laughs> play along with us in a low-scoring, awful game. So the fact that we've all understood that it's always action-based plays makes me realize, okay, we we also know you have a rooting interest in what you're featuring here. Absolutely. Well, I mean, and they don't they don't get all the monies for no reason, I'll tell you that. So um, you gotta what, be careful. You gotta be careful. What can we expect on flock you tonight? Give me a little tease there that it's off. Do we have, is coach Ware in town? I know he's no, busy. It's no. off season. Coach time. Ware is, is helping his family in the Philippines. Um, it's going to be defensive coordinator, Dwayne Hollis with us. Darius Prince, the goat will be there and, uh, dialing in from a remote location. Mr. Shorts, Trayvon Shorts will be, uh, will be joining us on the, on the stream tonight. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, is that his debut on the show this year? Yeah. Yeah, this for for Flock U, it's his first ever uh, appearance. Um, there was a couple people we reached out to. He was the first one to come back. So, and I know Nick Hayes and me ticked off. It wasn't him, but um, I've decided that since Nick isn't calling me, I'm waiting until he calls me. <laughs> you know, that's all there is to it. Is Shorts playing both ways this season? Uh yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, because remember, you only have a few specialists, right? So you have um, you have your your two offensive specialists, your two defensive specialists, and then we think that we've been able, and, and by we I mean Coach Ware have talked them into keeping the line specialist. So you'll have, you have three basically on each side. One has to be a lineman. So if you do that, now you're looking at, you know, Darius Prince, your quarterback, and probably your center, Sean Lockett. On offense would be your specialist. On defense, you're going to have a pass rusher. you got to have one of your linebackers fresh and probably your best corner to go up against whoever their best their best wide receiver is. Well, your fullback and your, your other linebacker, they got to – they got to play both ways. It's he, Trayvon Shorts is at a weird point in his life, a weird point in his career, where he's a conventionally outside. He's a linebacker. in the In the world of arena football, he's a jack linebacker, so he's kind of like a safety slash linebacker. But he's becoming a better running back than he is linebacker. He's actually becoming that dang good as a running back. So he's in a really weird place, and I can't wait to ask him. 
he, in my opinion, with the exception of watching Castronova host the trophy, hoist the trophy, the greatest moment of last season was scoring the touchdown in Albany for the uh, for for the West Texas team, and then handing the running on the length of the field to hand the ball to Antonio Brown. <laughs> it was actually the highlight of the season. That You're was right. That was my favorite thing. Like, and Short's a funny dude, so it'll be interesting to see. It doesn't always he doesn't always verbalize as funny because he's also a Celtics fan, so I question his decision making. But uh, but he's. He's that kind of stuff. He lives for that stuff. So it'll be funny to hear, you know, when he decided he was going to do that and all those things. That's tonight on Flock You. So be ready. Uh, I know I teased this last year about players that can be breakout. Like Nick Haig was the guy who was going to break out in 2021, 2022. Because of, I think, the unfamiliarity nationally with the both way player, George has the possibility, Trayvon George has the possibility of like breaking out nationally. Because I think when. The Firebirds play well this season. People are be like, "Wait, he's doing what? He's doing this? He's doing how?" I think he has a really so, good 2024 on the way. So you're saying like Malik Henry and Darius Prince—they already broke out. Yeah, right? yeah. People know who they are. Already. I think Markel Wade's the guy to look out for. I think Wade is gonna, gonna and don't forget if the, the if the Deuce is in play, Marco Roscoe is—he's a fan favorite. Can you imagine you're watching the game on? I can't. Well, I almost said where it's gonna be. Uh, I'm not allowed to say that yet. You're watching the Firebirds host the Orlando Predators on April 27th. The packed MVP arena is chanting deuce as Orozco just starts burying them through the uprights from, from all the way across the field. I'm scared because I got to tell you, when they see that, my, my little Colombian friend start kicking, he might very well get a call. He might get called up again. I think so. So it's going to be it's gonna be a heck of a year. Like I got to do a podcast um, the other day. It was last week, actually. And the guy was really professional the whole time. And then as soon as we were done, he goes, all right, I turn off the recording. He goes, every single coach I've talked to said you guys are going to dominate this league. Oh. <laughs> Pressure's on for the Firebirds. Pressure's on for you. Get your season tickets. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, guys, I got to go, though. I got to get over to Maggie McFly's. So Get out of there. But before you go, why don't you tell us what you're wearing? No, that's not how to do it. Uh, who provided <laughs> your apparel? How about that? That's a better way to say it. Are you talking about my good friends over at Elevation 10,000? Yes. Love Elevation 10,000. And, and look, more than that, the merch store online. Um, helping, you know, clean. I had some some issues with the website. They were able to help me get the website running the way it was supposed to be running. Like, you know, Ben Nelson does a great job designing everything, but um, I needed that extra help to get everything where it needed to be, and Elevation 10,000 was there for it. So go to elevation10k.com, check out everything they're doing. Um, my daughter... Her boyfriend and I were going to be going to Disney after the Firebird season, and I was like, "We're having shirts. We're wearing we're wearing a group shirt this year." I go, "Unless you guys come up with something else, I'm I'm having our friends, whether it be Josh or Christian or whoever, over at Elevation Ten Thousand, uh, big Disney energy is going to be the shirts we wear. So you got to decide if you have, unless you have, if, if you don't come up with a better one, that's what we're wearing. We're going to get it done. So again, seriously, guys, like you're talking about your marketing, you're talking about your apparel, you're talking about your size, your family trip." Your, your little league, your Babe Ruth team that you're helping out with, one-stop shopping, Elevation 10,000 will help you elevate that brand. Digital marketing, apparel, all the things that you need to elevate your brand. I just said that. Elevation 10,000 can like help elevate you do you. it. Elevate you. Okay. I, I enjoy Elevation 10,000 as well. How about that? Is that better? <laughs> elevate okay. your brand today with Elevation right. 10,000. All right, LeVac guys, wash your hands. Don't touch your face, everyone. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 at 980. Guys, hit that button.